Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Tonight, the Dagnus Moorhead in The Track, a suspense play, produced and directed by Anton M. Leader. This the attic? This is at the top of the house directly beneath the roof. What else could it be? Yes, this is the attic. Yeah, it seems kind of dead in here. And my yeah. father used it for a studio when he was alive. It's soundproof. Sometimes he slept here. Anybody sleep here now, Miss Crane? I told you I lived alone. Alone. A-L-O-N-E. I've lived alone ever since my sister... But you ask such stupid questions. Anything missing or changed in this room? If there were, I'd have mentioned it. You've asked the same question about every room from the basement up. One thing is certain. Well, one thing I... is certain. It ain't burglary, Miss Oh, Crane. brilliant. Brilliant. And I agree. Since nothing is missing, it ain't, as you say, burglary. Really, now I never knew such a thing. Take it easy, Miss Crane. Just try to relax. Don't tell me to relax. Please. I'm awakened in the middle of the night by someone whistling in a house I believe to be empty, except for myself. And I call the police, and, and what's the upshot of it all? Two incompetents pumping about, urging me to relax. You sure you heard whistling? You, you sure? Are you trying to tell me I was dreaming? We ain't the, uh, We're not trying to tell you anything, but what we've got to try to discover is if there's a possible explanation. Now, right now, we find no sign of breaking and entering, no sign of burglary, no I problem. tell you, I heard it. Uh, anything like this ever happened before? No. But this evening, when I was preparing dinner, there was a muffin missing from the bread box. I know I didn't eat it myself. And the clock in the hallway when I was leaving for work yesterday, I, I noticed it had stopped, and I made a, a, a mental note to wind it when I returned it, but when I came home, it was ticking away as if it had been... Why did you look at each other like that? Do you suspect me of harboring delusions? Do you you think I'm a crank? Well, no, of course not. You don't think Miss Train here is a crank, do you? Oh, like? don't try to humor me. I tell you, all these things happen. We're well, not trying to humor me. Oh, you are, you are. But they did happen. Someone ate my food, bombed my cock, walked through the house whistling. It's as though someone were living here with me. When they had gone, I thought of the house, the honeycomb of rooms and connecting closets upstairs. No one could be found up there, not if they didn't want to be. It would be easy to stay hidden, to slip from room to closet to room. I hurried to my 
my bedroom and bolted the door and tapped the windows out of the shelves. And then I, I lay in bed and listened. And suddenly it was morning and I'd overslept. Oh, 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 careful, oh, careful, Miss Crane. You almost knocked me right off the porch. Sorry, I didn't see you. I'm late for work. Rush, 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 rush. Everybody these days. I overstepped. You're doing a mail for me. Nope. I'd be out of a job if everybody got as few letters as you do. I dare say you're right. I really must. I don't. Not so fast. Something I've got to explain to you. Hey, Eddie, got anything for me? Yeah, quite a few. Be right with you, Mr. Holmes. Shut up, will you? I've got to take I'm very late. Just so only take this question now. Here, let me show you. Now, you filled out this part all right. But what is this? The form twenty-two you left in your box for me. Order to change address. You filled out this part all right, Order but to right. Order to change address. Yes. Yeah, uh, these lines are filled out okay. Name, old address, and new address. But is that Thomas Cook and Son, Paris, France, or Thomas Coke and Son, Paris, France? Well, it says Thomas Cook and Son, hey, but I just a second, Mister Holmes. I'm showing Miss Crane how to fill out a change of address card. Where is she going? I don't understand. I never filled out. Where is she going? Paris. Well, I didn't put this card in the mailbox. I don't know where she goes. Yeah, just uh, anyway, you forgot to write your signature down here at the bottom, Miss Crane. And unless you do that, your mail won't be forwarded. You understand? No, I don't understand. I didn't fill out this card. Oh, there's my box. She'll get me. I have to run. If I don't see you again, Miss Crane, have a nice On the bus, I examined the change of address card. The information it required had been typed, but not by me. I, I was sure of it. Not by me. By whom, then? I looked at the card again. The crossbar on the capital T was lopsided, and all the E's were out of line, slightly higher than the other letters. There couldn't be two typewriters with two such defects together. There could only be one. Then I saw six my stars. There was only one typewriter like that, and I knew where it was. On the desk in my living room. I worked like an automaton all day, going through the usual routine of the physician's secretary. But my mind was not in the office, it was at home, following the intruder in my house from room to room. Now in the kitchen, now in the library, now. Perhaps in my bedroom, smiling a bleak, faceless smile and planning to... Something dangerous? Something dangerous. Helen. Helen. Huh? Oh. Oh, yes, doctor. Yes, doctor. Now relax, Helen. We're alone. Time to close shop. What? Time to go home. What is it, Helen? Are you ill? No. No, I... I well, it's just that I, I, I didn't get much sleep last night. I... I was awakened by someone whistling in my house. What? Yes, around three this morning. I phoned the police and they searched, but they weren't really looking and they didn't believe me. But I heard it. I heard it distinctly. I even recognized the tune. Oh, relax, kid, relax. Now, come on now. You recognize the tune? Yes, I recognize. Aloha. You know. Farewell to thee. Farewell to thee. Come. Come. Why do you smile? Helen, if you came to me with this story as a patient, I'd prescribe a vacation. You want one so badly, you even dream you're about to go off on one. To Hawaii, no oh. less. Complete with musical background. Oh, how can you be so stupid? I'm sorry, Terry, but it's infuriating to be told it was a dream when I know that there are things happening in the house that frighten me. Last night, there was a, a muffin missing from the bread box. And I... You I... probably ate it. Oh. Now, 
Everyone has had similar experiences. Now, many times I find a cigarette smoking in my hand, and I have no recollection of having lit it, you see. Oh, and the clock? It was run down, and then it was going again, and I hadn't wound it? It may not have been run down. Oh, it's... Now, a, a gear may have jammed for a few minutes or something like that. And this morning, the mailman told me about... Oh, now, Helen, now, please listen to me. It seems to me that you're in a bad state of mind. You're finding dark omens and bloody portents in normal, everyday occurrences. You're being neurotic oh. about these things. <laughs> you're like Chicken Little running to tell the king the sky is falling. You go on like that, and pretty soon they'll come and wrap you in a cold, wet sheet. You think I'm losing my mind? Hmm? You do. I no, 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 I was only kidding. Say, are you still living alone in that big old barn of a house? Yes, and it's not a barn. It's a perfect Okay, company. okay. You're alone too much, Helen. How long has it been now? Two years. Jessica's been away almost two years. Well, it was all right for you when she was there. I mean, she was a lively kid. She filled the house with excitement and energy. And making parties and drinking and great hawking boys following around. It was disgusting. A lively kid who was wild and a cheat and a liar now and everything stop else. Stop it, Helen. I've no desire to rake over old coals. I'm, I'm, I'm only offering you sound advice. It's not good for you to remain in that house all by yourself. Now, why not rent out part of it? The whole upstairs, say. Fill the place with people and... No. No? no, I don't want people in my house. It's my house now, and I like it the way it is. Okay. Uh, can I give you a lift? No, thank you. Right. Tom... If, uh, if you don't like the idea of renting part of your house, why not close it entirely for a while and, and take a vacation? I recommend that as a doctor. You know it'll be tough getting along without you. Now think about it, will you? Think about it. On my way home, I thought of a period dead. It was possible I'd been morbid about the whistling and the rest of it. It seemed could be. As I walked down the street toward the house, I... I looked at it. And its familiarity was reassuring. This was no place of fear and mystery. This was my home, and there was no intruder, and really never had been. A crane? Oh. Oh, it? Me, Miss Crane, uh, Harry Penning, Penning's luggage shop. Did I scare you? Oh. I'm sorry. Where's your porch light? I'll put it on. Oh, it's, it's at the left of the door. <laughs> it's me. I don't blame you for being scared. A voice coming out of the shadows like that. Well, what do you want, Mr. Penning? I um, brought the two valises you ordered. The two valises I ordered? Uh-huh. It was on my way home anyway, and I figured, well, I'll just put them in the car. I didn't and order I any valises. Well, sure you did. This afternoon, don't you remember? You said you wanted a big one and a little one. Leather, high grade. I, I... ordered the... I did? Well, yes, I took the order myself this afternoon. But I didn't. I was nowhere near your shop. Oh, well, you, you telephoned. You said you were going on a vacation soon, and you wanted well, to... No, ha- I didn't. One of us is crazy, Miss Crane. Crazy? Well, well, when I say crazy, I don't mean crazy, of course. Excuse me. I mean, well, I know you ordered them and asked me to have them delivered. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, that's right. I remember now. I remember now. Two valises. Yeah, that's good. I, I guess in the hustle and bustle of getting ready for a vacation, a thing like this could slip yes, your mind. Yes, it slipped my mind. Yeah, well, now, uh, you want, want to pay me now or 
Should I send you a bill? Yes, yes. Send me, send me a bill. Yeah, well, uh, have a nice time, Miss Crane. Believe me, I sure envy you. I sure do. I'd like to change places with you. I carried the valises into the house and set them down in the hallway and stood there staring at them. Terry said I had dreamed of a vacation. Had I? And had I put a change of address card in the mailbox? And ordered these valises? Either I was losing my mind or I'd been right all along. Was there someone in my house? Someone who not only wanted to live there, but who also wanted me out? I was in an agony of confusion and indecision. And then I... Oh, no. Oh, no. Information? Uh, 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 the telephone number of the, of the Daily Times. Hurry, please. The editorial office or the business office? Uh, the classified ad department. That number is listed in your directory. Yes. The number is Avalon 1634. <laughs> Time May I help you? Uh, my, uh, my name is Helen Crane. I, I want to put an ad in the for rent column. Uh, five bedroom, uh, uh, share bathroom, low rent, in session up to 6 p.m. Uh, the event is 1132 Jerome. I want it to run every day until further notice. All right. Shall we bill you at that address? Yes. Uh, will that be in tomorrow's time? Yes, it will. Oh, thank you. There! You see that? Did you hear that? You know what that means? It means this house will soon be filled with people. There'll be people living here. Eating here, sleeping here, crowding you out. There'll be no room for you, do you hear me? I know you want me to leave, but I'm not going. You are. That night was deep and refreshing, and I awoke next morning and went to the office feeling very pleased with myself. I knew the times would be on the stands with my ad. I might have tenants by tonight. After that, goodbye, unwanted guest. Good morning. Dr. Coleman's office. Martha Chalk and Miss Crane. Speaking. Now, this is the Hughes Lock and Key Coming, Miss Crane. About that padlock you wore. Just a, right just a minute. Up. What did you say it was I ordered? Padlock, the one you ordered yesterday. This is Miss Crane, ain't it? Miss Helen Crane? Yes. Well, I think we located the cat you wanted. Believe me, it was a job doing it. In the first you place, you were one of the padlocks? Why? How did the padlock into this thing that forced me out of the house? I went out of the button. And I realized it didn't matter. I'd already taken steps to ensure my remaining. My house would soon be filled with people. Do you want me to bring it over to the house now or later? Now, if you like. Will it be somebody there to let me in? Oh, yes, yes, somebody there. Okay, Joe. Thanks, Miss Crane. Goodbye. Goodbye. Padlock. Why a padlock? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter now. At noon, I left the office and went down to the lobby for a newspaper. The Daily Times, please. Hey, uh... 
Hey. Hello, Helen. Oh. Lunch hour? Yes, Terry. Anything requiring my immediate attention up there, or have I time for a bite? Oh, you have time. I'll join you in five minutes. Just a moment, Terry. I'm trying to find something in the paper. Where should we go? The coffee room here all right with yeah, you? Yeah, that'd be all right. Or should you prefer to go up the street to the Italian place? Terry! Terry, it's not there. It's not in the paper. They told me it would be, but it's not. What is it? Oh, have you got a nickel? I want to make a call. Oh, I'll be right out. Classified. May I help? You? Uh, this is Helen Crane. Why isn't my ad in the paper? Did you place an ad with us, ma'am? Yes, I did. Over the phone last night, but it's not in there today. Why didn't you run it? Well, just a second, ma'am. I'll check it with our phone orders. Was it supposed to start today? Yes, yes, it was. Oh, I have it here now. I remember. I took it myself. Helen Crane, yes? 132 North Toronto. Yes. Well, the ad did not appear, ma'am, because shortly after it was placed, it was canceled. What? Canceled. The notation on the slip said shortly after it was placed, it was canceled. Also by telephone. Helen, what is it? Do you feel ill? Well, I'll go upstairs and lie down for a few minutes. You won't do anything of the sort. I'm sending you home in a cab right now. Now, you get into bed as soon as you arrive and phone me if you have a temperature. I'll try to drop in to see you first thing in the morning. And Helen, I'm... Yes, yes. Oh, I wish you'd give some thought to taking that vacation. There was no mystery about it, really. The intruder had overheard me placing the ad, that was all. Phoning in the cancellation was a simple matter. My head hurt. I tried to think what to do next, and my mind wouldn't work, and I was... I was sick to my stomach. Finally. Finally, the cab pulled up in front of my house. My house. Want me to help you through the door, miss? No, 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 I can make it. Thank you, thank you. Oh, yes. What is it, Mrs. Hall? Oh, Bessie, may I speak to you for a minute? What is it? Well, I wanted to have a few words with you before you went on your vacation. My husband told me you were going to France. I certainly envy you, I do. And we had a talk, Mr. and I. What is it, Mrs. Hall? Well, we were wondering what you intended to do about the house. It's really none of our business, of course. But then again, we decided no harm to ask, is there? We'd like to know... If you intend to put it up for sale, because if so, we'd like to consider buying it. The mister sometimes dabbles in real estate. Sell it? Sell my house? Well, that's what we'd like to know, whether you're going to or not. I spoke to Jessica about it this morning. Jessica? You spoke to Jessica about it? Jessica? Mm-hmm. She said she didn't know what your plans were behind a long vacation, and that anything you wanted to do with the house was all right with her, because, after all, you're the oldest sister. You spoke so to Jessica about it? You, you don't mind my speaking to her first, do you? It's only because you weren't here and we wanted to know and... Say, hasn't she blossomed out? Who? Jessica. Oh, her two years up there didn't do her a bit of harm, did they? She told me it was more like a, a college than a reform school. I think she did learn a lot there. I asked her how she felt, you know, about you for having committed her. And she said... She'd always remember you for having given her a purpose in life. Where is she? Jessica. 
Well, I, I, I heard some hammering from upstairs in your house a few minutes ago, so I guess she must be up there. You, you won't forget to tell me, will you, about selling the house, I mean? Oh, my God. 
Hello, Perry. Yes, Jessica? Perry, Helen has just had what I think is a marvelous idea. She's busy, busy finishing packing or else she'd tell you herself. Anyway, it is a marvelous idea. That is, if it's all right with you. What is it, Jessica? Well, Helen suggests that since she'll be gone two years, why don't I take her place with you at the office? Previously released by CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System, for listeners in the United States and rebroadcast for our men and women overseas. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education. <laughs> 